Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on healthy relationships. And as usual, I will begin this podcast with a quote. Far too many people are looking for the right person instead of trying to be the right person. And that's a quote by Gloria Steinem. You know, as usual, I was doing a little bit of research just based on, you know, my life trying to develop personally. And, you know, this is one of the topics that stood out to me. So I was like, hey, why not cover it? I feel like we could all learn something in this this area. You know, I'm not a counselor or a relationship guru or anything like that. I'm just a human that's had a a common experience like the rest of y'all. If y'all have a relationship that you feel is not satisfactory and not up to the standards that you would like to have, I would seek counsel. I'm a big advocate for counseling. I'm a big advocate for therapy. It is a really underutilized tool. I believe that it can be extremely helpful in, you know, finding out things about yourself first and foremost, and then, you know, kind of painting a picture of the world that you're living in. And and through that lens, we'll be able to adjust properly to life so that we can live a life that reflects the, the lifestyle that would be better suited for us, at least what we feel at that point in time. But while doing research on the top on this topic, it took me to a very self-reflective place. It caused me to evaluate my relationships, both past and present, on many levels. Now, I haven't had all perfect relationships. I've had some good relationships. I've had some bad relationships. I've been the cause of the end of some relationships. And then there have been some relationships where I wasn't the cause of that, where it was factors outside of myself that contributed to the the end of those relationships, ultimately. Ultimately, relationships are between you and whoever is involved, whether it's a a work relationship, a romantic relationship, a a friendship. It's it's largely dictated by the people that are in that relationship. And every relationship is different. You know, one friendship is, you might have some friends that you act one way with, and then you have friends over here you act a totally different way with. And I mean, that's cool, that's your life. I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I'm not trying to tell you how to, um, you know, have relationships or build relationships. I basically made this podcast around the premise that I found some information that I felt was would be a good idea to share. You know, it's characteristics that we could identify, you know, on a common ground with that are aspects of a good relationship. You know, everybody has a different relationship. But there are certain characteristics, I feel, you know, that we can agree and disagree. No, I'm sorry, that we can all agree with as being a good components of a relationship and vice versa. We can also agree there are components that are bad in a relationship that are unacceptable. But relationships can be challenging. They are an attempt to balance different personalities, emotions, life events, and many more variables in a semi-perfect harmony. It's a dance, 
you know it's a dance you know sometimes you'll have you know upbeat moments and sometimes you'll be in those valleys that we talk about but you know one of the keys to relationships is persistence you know it's not always gonna be sunshines and rainbows you know you have to evaluate you know why you entered into this relationship is that still uh, uh your main drive or reason to stay in this relationship you know is this relationship healthy you know to, to everybody involved you know what and if it's not healthy to everybody involved you know you have to think you know what what can i do to either make this relationship better or would it be better for me to get out of this relationship again that's something that you need to decide for yourself visiting a counselor or a therapist i think would help make that decision easier because sometimes when we're in the midst of something we can't really see clearly we can't we can't see the reality of the situation because sometimes what we want what we wish and what we desire makes us find the good or, or paint a different reality than what it really is so sometimes it takes us just going to a therapist or going to a counselor and uh, having like a third party outside of the situation kind of evaluate what they see now it's important you know that when we get a third party somebody outside the situation to help us and evaluate us it's a person that doesn't have anything to gain from this you know what i'm saying like if you if you break up or stay together you know that person doesn't benefit you know you want the person that's giving you advice to be neutral you know you don't want it to be a friend that doesn't like that person and want y'all to break up so y'all could you know be closer or you don't want that person to be somebody who's after your significant other and if y'all break up you know they can get the chance to get you know you want them to be somebody neutral that's why you know i always say go to a professional you know because you you know for the most part all of them have like a neutral basis they don't they don't have any involvement with it and, you know they don't they don't care really you know they're here for you you know you're paying them you're seeking help you're seeking advice so they're coming to help you they're not necessarily they, they have no stake in the matter except for your benefit you know for for your happiness and for your improvement and along your journey you know to get to the point that you're trying to get i would be wary of of, of taking advice from friends you know depending on the dynamic again you know if it's a childhood friend a lifelong friend somebody that you know you you've been warm back with you know not literally but you know the exception doesn't beat the rule but you just want to be aware of where you're pulling your information from you can't you can't get advice from everybody you know everybody doesn't have good intentions even though it may seem that way you know you just got to be careful of the type of information that you're you're pulling from oftentimes we look to our religion our parents our friends or even the fantasy creations we make up to help us dictate what a successful relationship is and a successful relationship is definitely based on the people involved in that relationship so I feel an important part of a successful relationship is that everybody involved in this successful relationship understands the dynamic. You know, like this is either a work relationship, this is a friendship, romantic relationship, and and based on what type of relationship it is or what everybody involved is trying to do, 
there's certain ground rules, certain parameters that we, we do and do not, you know, go against. So, you know, I don't want to be talked to a certain way. You know, I don't want to be treated a certain way. You know, if you do this, that's unacceptable. I don't like that, you know, just because of me, my characteristics, my history, you know, what I've been through, what I'm trying to do, you know, where I'm trying to go, you know, it's, it's healthy to set those ground rules, you know, to have that understanding so that even if it's an accident, you know, they don't overstep your boundaries, you know, however broad or tight those boundaries may be. And boundaries are 110% acceptable, you know, because you have to set yourself up for success. Because if you don't set your boundaries, if you don't, if you don't set that that line that's not to be crossed, then people will inadvertently cross that line. And it may be on purpose, it may be intentionally, and it, it may not be. You know, they may just do it by accident, but it's important that you set boundaries. Boundaries are very important in a relationship. No matter what the, the dynamic is, sometimes you kind of fall into what those boundaries are. Like with a friendship, it doesn't have to really be discussed. Whereas in a romantic relationship, you know, there may come a time and place where you have to sit down and you have to be like, hey, look, I don't like this. I, I don't do this or, or whatever. And you can you can explain if you feel comfortable enough to explain, but it's not your job to explain because you, they're your rules for a reason. And if, you know, you, your rules are something that maybe is based in trauma or, you know, doesn't necessarily apply to that person because, you know, everybody's different. You know, every relationship's different. Maybe you can look at, you know, kind of tailoring the rules or your boundaries to that relationship. Whereas you needed to, to put your foot down about this particular rule in the past relationships, it may not be something that you need to do in the current relationship. So we just got to evaluate the dynamic, you know, and, and, and see if, you know, we need to say that. And if we don't need to say that, then that's fine. You know, so be it, but always be cognizant or aware of the fact that, you know, you don't have to do anything that you're uncomfortable with. You know, and I say that, but there's also a flip side because change is uncomfortable. So if you're in a relationship and you're trying to make things better, you're seeing a therapist and the therapist recommends that you kind of come out of your comfort zone and and you start progressing towards, you know, a different behavior or a different mentality and stuff like that. It's going to be uncomfortable, you know, and you're not going to want to do it because your body likes staying in a place that's safe you know and and habits are safe because you know you know the outcome of a habit is a habit's predictable you know if i do this like i've always done for 30 years then i'm going to be safe at the end of the day but sometimes the habits that we generate especially from trauma or bad experiences they can end up hurting the dynamic the relationship hurting us in the long run instead of serving us like we think they will in our mind so we have to draw boundaries sometimes you know and we have to make sure that we have the the freedom and the space to exist you know in a healthy way a healthy manner but at the same time you know when when the time is right and the situation is appropriate and both parties are working towards the same goal both parties are 
you know, contributing to the relationship and are willing to change, willing to contribute, then there are times when we're have to gonna have to get uncomfortable and kind of shed some of those bad habits and, and shed some of that security that we think exists because of the things that we do or the the fail safes that we've put in place based on our past. And you know, it's time to get out there and kind of, you know, create a new baseline you know, based on the situation that you're dealing with, based that with the person that you're dealing with, because this person is a whole new person. And this person may bring a whole new dynamic into your life. And, and you don't want to cause that person to put up a shield or put up defenses because of the defenses that you've made in your life. And now they're being defensive because they don't want to get hurt. And both people are being defensive because they don't want to get hurt. So nobody's coming together and being their authentic selves. And that's just a, a ball that's going to gain traction and gain speed. And, and, you know, it's going to get out of control at one point. So again, counseling therapy, it's a, a very underutilized tool. I recommend it heavily, even if you just go for yourself, you know, and and deal with the traumas and, and, you know, stuff that you've been through in life, because there's a lot of stuff that we've been through that we not may not even be aware of that have an effect on the actions we take on a day to day basis. So, I mean, it, w- it would be something to look into. Relationships are unique based on a host of variables specific to that individual. Again, the individual that you're entering into a relationship with, a new relationship with, may possess different characteristics than the other person. Now, if you are searching for a type or or a specific criteria or characteristics, then yes, that person may be similar to the person that you just got out of the relationship with or the person you're creating a new type of relationship with. But, you know, they're different in their own right as well. You know, they're similar, but they're not the exact person unless, you know, you're getting back with X or whatever. That's a whole different story. Relationships are unique. They're based on the people involved. That That's that's the simplest way I can put it. You know, my relationship is not going to be the same as your relationship. And if we were to change the dynamics, like change the people involved, then the relationship might take a whole different turn, you know, because they're bringing in their trauma, they're bringing in their walls, they're bringing in their likes, their dislikes, and all the characteristics that make them an individual, that make them who they are. And I'm bringing in that same stuff. So we gotta find that kind of balance between, you know, them and me to make it, you know, amicable or to make it a good relationship or a healthy relationship for everybody involved. Every qualities of their own every relationship possesses a unique quality of their own i'm sorry i got a little tongue twisted and i don't know what i typed here but it's all good again you know this is just basically saying that relationships possess a unique quality of their own which is based on the parties involved i can't say that enough i put that on here three times because it's important you know it's important to know that you know every relationship dynamic is not the same and one of the places that we get in trouble in our relationships is trying to compare our our relationship to other relationships whether that be 
friendship, romantic work relationship, stuff like that. The, the, the dynamic will always be different. So you can't be in your marriage, your friendship, your relationship, and look to other marriages, friendships or relationships and say, hey, you know, why can't you be like this person? Why can't you be like that person? You know, they may have aspects of their relationship you could aspire to or that you'd like and you would like to implement in your relationship, but you shouldn't compare because you don't know 100% of the dynamic that exists in that relationship. You know, you don't know what she brings to the relationship. You don't know what he brings to the relationship. You don't know the dynamic. So not having all the pieces, not having a full understanding of everything that's, you know, contributing to that relationship, you can't compare. You know, you can't compare apples to oranges because your relationship, what y'all contribute to the relationship may be totally different. You may contribute more, you may contribute less, you may contribute the same, but it may be something totally different. You know, it, it's just a different dynamic. So that's something we just got to be aware of to not compare our relationships to other people because we're not those people. We're our own individuals and we have our own likes, dislikes, traumas, you know, expectations, wishes, dreams, hopes. You know, the, the place that we want to take our relationship, it's, it's all different. It can all be different. So we just got to be aware of that, that, that comparing relationships can sometimes create a, a room for failure. It can create room for failure because sometimes you're living up to expectations that just may not exist in the dynamic that you have. And it could, you know, but again, that's based on your relationship. That's based on your dynamic. So the following is a short list I found while doing research and the components of this list, the, the characteristics of a healthy relationship that I found on this list are things that I agree with personally. Again, this is stuff that I will look for in my relationship, but I feel that most people would agree that this is a common, these are common themes of a healthy relationship. There's always going to be somebody that you know, wants to add or take away. And, and this list by no means is all inclusive, but I feel that these are all components of what I would feel. And I feel most would feel would be a healthy relationship. So a comfortable pace, the relationship should move at a speed that feels enjoyable for every person involved. I feel that we can all agree on that, you know, that, that we shouldn't be moving at a pace in a relationship where one person feels like it's going too fast or, you know, we should kind of be on the same level, you know, moving together as one instead of one being ahead and me trying to catch up so that you're happy or uh, that you're content or whatever that may be. You shouldn't be doing things so that the other person feels at ease. You know, I'm going to say this and a lot of people may feel some type of way about it, but it's OK. At the end of the day, it's not the other person's responsibility to make you happy. You know, you have to find and establish your own happiness. You know, nobody should have the ability to make you happy, make you angry, make you sad. You know, those are all emotions that we feel because our perspective of a situation is whatever type of way. And based on that perspective, we now feel a certain way. So in essence, the other person hasn't made us feel any type of way. We have made ourselves feel that type of way. So if you're not happy in a relationship, why aren't you happy? You know, it's not because of anything they've done. It's because of your perspective of the situation and 
what that other person is doing. It's not what they're doing. So nobody is in charge of your happiness except for you. You're in charge of your happiness at the end of the day. Number two is trust. Confidence that your partner won't do anything to hurt you or ruin the relationship. Trust is a big one. Trust is a big one. And again, I feel like we can all agree on trust. Um, if you don't have trust in any type of relationship, whether it's a business, a friendship, a romantic relationship, I don't feel like you have a foundation to have a relationship. Like, cause trust is, is the foundation. Like you have to have trust, you know, in a healthy relationship, you need to have trust. Number three is honesty. You could be truthful and candid without feeling how the other person will respond. You know, you should never be scared to be honest or authentic or authentic with, you know, your counterpart. You know, like you should always be able to come up to that person and speak honestly, speak freely without them, you know, overreacting or, you know, going off the wall or anything like that. You're just expressing an opinion, you know, and if they don't agree with that opinion, they should feel comfortable enough to state that, hey, they don't agree with that. And then y'all could have a conversation and then, you know, boom, it is what it is. But I feel if you don't have that that honesty, that that space where you could just be authentic, like, hey, this is not cool or, you know, I, I don't accept this or, you know, just just to be, you know, honest and authentic, then, you know, it's I don't feel like it's a healthy relationship. Again, this is not the end all be all list, but I feel like this is all stuff we can agree, agree on. Next is independent. You have space to be yourself outside of the relationship. You got you got to have your own life. You know that that one person can't be your life because if something goes sideways or something goes wrong, then you feel like you don't have a life or an existence outside of that person. And I know in a lot of relationships we kind of get tied up in that because, especially in romantic relationships, like well even business relationships. You know, you depend on that person to always be there and, and y'all create an existence that's, you know, successful based on y'all's interaction. And if something may happen, you get promoted, you leave the organization or you break up and now you don't have that person. Now you have to figure out how to operate as an individual again. And if you haven't had that autonomy or you haven't been, you know, acting as if you were an individual all of this time, you know, it can be hard to, to relearn that and, and to get back in that 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 frame of mind to be able to exist on a on a solo plane but again it takes time it's it's not hard i mean it's not easy you know especially if you base your existence on someone else to pull away and just create another existence so it's always good to keep your individuality keep your your uniqueness in the relationship you know you can be in a relationship you can together you can create something but you know, individually, you are also awesome as well, you know. Number five, respect. You value one another's belief and opinions and love one another for who you are as a person. That's self-explanatory. I don't believe I need to go into that one. And I believe we all agree on that one. Number six, equality. The relationship feels balanced and everyone puts the same effort into success of the relationship. Again, I feel that's self-explanatory. And we all agree on that one. Kindness. You are caring and empathetic to one another and provide comfort and support. Again, taking responsibility and owning your own actions and words. I think that's the big one. 
you know, I, I feel like in my past relationships, that's kind of been one that's been hit or miss, you know, that I could have improved in some relationships and that other people could have improved in, you know, different relationships that I've been involved in. Taking responsibility, owning up, having accountability for what you do and do not do is healthy. You know, when you take accountability for your life, for your actions, for the things you do on a daily basis, you take your power back. You know, nobody can else be, nobody else can be responsible for what happens in your life because you're taking responsibility, you're taking ownership. So when something happens and you say, yeah, I contributed to that in this way, you know, this is how I contributed. It may not be your fault 100%, but in some way I contributed to this and this is how I contributed. Once you, once you make that statement, it's powerful because you're taking responsibility for your own actions. You're not saying anybody else did this or caused you to do this or it's the reason why you failed. And in turn, you can take the, the accountability for your own success. And that's where progress is made. Number nine, healthy conflict. Openly and respectfully discussing issues and confronting disagreements in a non-judgmental way. That one goes along with honesty and trust and respect. You know, all of these things are kind of components of one another. You know, if you have that trust foundation and then you have that respect built upon it, then, you know, being able to have a healthy conflict in the relationship, because you will have conflicts in your relationships and just being able to take responsibility, like, hey, you know, it is what it is, or I did this and what are we going to do about it and stuff like that. It creates a space for growth. You know, all of these are components for growth. You know, you got trust, respect, you communicate with one another very well. You're able to have healthy conflict in your relationship. When all of those things are together, you can grow, you know, instead of feeling like you always got to be defensive or you always got to be on the edge. You can create that space, you know, for growth, for for healthy development in the relationship and, and for you as an individual. And the last one is fun. You enjoy spending time together and you bring out the best in each other. I feel like that's a big, big, big part of any relationship. Um, depend, the, a business relationship, I don't know. That dynamic is kind of different. But like a friendship, a romantic relationship, I feel that, well, heck, you know, even in the business relationship, you know, I feel that fun is a important dynamic to include in any type of relationship because you know, if it's fun, it won't seem like it's work. You know, if you always feel like you're trying to work to save a relationship or work to build a relationship, you know, it it, it wears on you, you know, over time. It's going to wear on you. It's going to be a burden because you never feel like you're having fun. You never feel like you're relaxing, you know, just free to be you, free to be who you are. You know, I like to joke around. I like to play. I like to have a good time. You know, I'll be serious when I need to be, but I don't want to be serious if I don't have to be, if that makes any sense. I, I'd much rather have a good time. I'd much rather have a fun time. Everybody laughing, enjoying themselves, you know, just kick, kicking back, you know, leaving the stresses of, of the world outside and, and just having fun, you know? Like nobody wants to be uptight, stressed out, you know, anxious all the time. You know, it, it wears on you, it, it wears on you. You need to have fun you know, in whatever way that is, you know, a healthy way, mind you, you know, play video games, listen to music, you know, 
go out with some friends, mountain climb, walk, bike, you know, whatever you need to do, you need to have fun, you know, you need to relax and and enjoy life, you know, because if you're always stressed out, you can't enjoy life. And we only got a limited time on this earth and you don't know when, you know, your car is going to get pulled. So you need to enjoy every day. You need to be present, grounded and just be happy for the life that you that you got and the, and the one that you're meant to live. So this is my podcast on healthy relationships. I'm sure there are things that people won't agree with. You know, I'm sure there's a lot that people will agree with, but that's what makes us all human. You know, we we all have different personalities and perspectives and feel what should or shouldn't be. But for us in our situation, in our dynamic, but I feel at the end of the day, if we all look at the list that we went over during the podcast, I feel that we would all agree that those are all aspects of a healthy relationship. Um, one, a comfortable pace. True. Two, trust. Three, honesty. Four, independence. Five, respect. Six, equality. Seven, kindness. Eight, taking responsibility. Nine, healthy conflict. And ten, my favorite. You gotta have fun. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?